Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Hey, Fist, how many days till BlizzCon? Right now, 50. Holy shit, that's soon. I know. What are you going to do till then? Hold my breath and wait. <gasps> well, well, really? Because really? I think you'll probably die. Is that a dare? No, absolutely not. You need to stay alive. You're going to have to carry all the lagging balls buttons at BlizzCon. <sighs> oh. Oh, so you need me to stay alive because I'm your pack mule? Well, yeah, exactly. Fair enough. I'm going to grow a beard in 50 days. You already have a beard. Think of a new goal. Oh, okay, right. Uh... I'm going to keep dieting and avoiding dangerous activities, including walking downstairs and leaving the house. Uh, okay, I've got it. What? I know what I'm going to do in the 50 days till BlizzCon. Oh, right. What? Write the next great American novel. I think you mean play games and eat cheese? Yeah, that's what I said. Sure. So what have you been up to besides cheese? <laughs> well... You cheese-eating freak. <laughs> You freak. <laughs> this is Lagging Balls, the uh, quote-unquote Blizzard Games podcast where we recycle jokes. <laughs> okay, well, here's not a recycled joke. Here's a, a fact. Uh, I have been up to Overwatch Comp, and my performance in that is summed up by the following. Okay. I've been tumbling down a golden asshole. What? That's it. Oh. No, that's not it. Explain! Oh, okay, um... Uh, I'm having some trouble in comp. Fist. Having a little trouble. I'm up support main. It's hot out there for a pimp. And, uh... Well, I don't know what you want me to do about it. I well, can't make you get good scrub after all this time. It's true. That is true. So, um... So, to that point in particular, um, I've stopped playing comp for a bit, uh, just within the past day or two. Um, and I'm focusing more on DPS. Uh, last week I mentioned I was working on more May. And, uh, and a little bit of mercy. And then I realized I was doing too much mercy. And uh, <laughs> that I will soon be a mercy main anyway with all the changes because that, they're awesome. Hell yeah. Um, but May's been going really well. And so so basically I think kind of underneath it all, like underneath this handsome, debonair, clever, witty, uh, amazing face and uh, voice, I'm actually <laughs> the devil. Stop laughing, you asshole. <laughs> so I've been focusing more on DPS, and surprisingly, it's going really well. Do you think you just, like, defaulted to uh, support because you weren't confident in your abilities? Absolutely. I feel like a lot of people do that. Absolutely it, yes. It is hard to get lots of kills, but and it seems like people measure, a, and, and I'm a DPS main on my main in WoW, and it's pretty much the same thing in WoW. It's like... If you're DPSing, your worth is measured by how much damage you do. If you're DPSing in Overwatch, your worth is measured by how many kills you get and what your score is at the end and if you get the fucking play the game or whatever. But it's not that, you know? Right. Like, yeah, you need to kill a lot of people and, and get a lot of kills and stuff but and do a lot of DPS if you can, but there's so much more to being a DPS than just damage, despite the whole DPS thing literally damage per second but what, yeah. whatever you know what i'm saying no like, i know exactly what you mean and there's, the, like, there's like environment control point control yes you know sometimes you have to sacrifice yourself sometimes you have to be the distraction oh yeah you know like there's there's so much and and you can't 
base your worth on what other people think of you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. He- hell yeah. Don't just default to mercy. Yeah. Get on that McCree. right. And try your best, damn it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I I have a very important reputation to uphold, and it's called Shitty Hanzo. Yes. Shitty Hanzo rides again. <laughs> and guess what? Shitty Hanzo is still shitty, but he's not as shitty as he used to be. Exactly. And do you know what he rides on? What does he ride? In a what Prius. In? A Prius. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Hanzo ride in a Prius? I don't know. Why wouldn't he? I mean, I guess it's a very economical car. I'm just saying. It's good for the environment. Yeah. That's how you keep Hanamura beautiful. Exactly. So, (laughs) 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 you have a way of derailing me, Pist. I'm sorry. The point point that I was trying to get at is um, DPS is going well. I think you hit on a a very important piece of that. The um, Prius thing? Which is the, yes, clearly the Prius thing. Um, (laughs) And then I was, uh, like, not, I felt like I wasn't holding my own. I felt like... When, I, when I'm in a team environment, I'm very much a team player. So I feel like I need to put myself in the position to do the best for my team. I have trouble not taking, I don't want to call it like a selfish approach to it, but even in a quick play, if, if I log in and get into the match and five DPS lock in, or let's and then one of them maybe changes to a healer or something like that. Yeah. It, it's really kind of, I, I don't, it, the, the views on this are split, but with the tank roll open, it's kind of expected that the last person choose the tank mm-hmm. or they can roll the dice and choose DPS and you try to go either tankless or wait for somebody else to switch. <laughs> That's really how it goes. I mean, because it's quick play and comps aren't necessarily expected, whatever. Right? No, quick play, you just follow your heart. And that's what I've been doing. Good. I've been following the shit out of my heart. And you know what? My heart kills motherfuckers. <laughs> my heart's a fucking killer. So um, that's a fun side to... to um, you know, as a as a support main, you just you don't get your your weapons don't do that much damage. You know, I mean, obviously, except except Zenyatta, who does a shit ton of damage. But uh, anyway, the point is, playing other things was feeling good as hell, and I realized that one of the reasons I was defaulting to support was we have some friends who happen to be freaking godlike at this game. They really are, and I want to fuck those guys. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I understand so. Hey, fuck you guys. Yeah, fuck both of you. Hey, hater. Hey, 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 Dan. Fuck, fuck all you guys. Yeah, and you guys too. So anyway, because they're so good at it, I want to put myself in a position to contribute the most I can to the team, and I tend to default to tank or healer, usually healer support. And I am finding that I don't need to do that as much. I'm also finding, obviously, that I I might be a better killer at my MMR, but once I'm in their MMR, their MMR the I'm MMR? not as good at, at <laughs> my killing. MMR, the MMR. At the MMR, <laughs> at the MMR, I'm not as much of a killer. <laughs> Favrilla. Hey, I'm really glad that you're going through this change of life. It's important for every young woman to realize you that know, perhaps she's not a support main. There comes a time in every young woman's life. <laughs> maybe a good defense or an offense, perhaps. I feel like my voice is changing, too. And, you know, a lot, of, a lot of changes in my body lately. We don't need to hear about any of those. Okay. Um, the other piece of news I have is that I made a new friend in Argus. Did you? I did. He's a construct. Um, we just woke him up. He's in uh, Macri. Um he is really big on like giving out a lot of trials. Like he doesn't really like take people at face value. He really wants you to like kind of prove yourself. And 
I think the thing that I like the most about him and one of the reasons I consider him one of my closest friends now is that he really values honesty over nicety, you know? Yeah. Like when I when I said goodnight to him last night, I mean, his last words to me were, protocol dictates that I bid you farewell. Yeah, that guy, he was trying to kill me. <laughs> he was rude. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, his like his little his little house of death was nothing because I'm a mage, right? With double blinks. It's sure. just like, I'll blink past this. Then I'll blink past that. Yeah. Then I'll blink up the stairs and I'm done. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm just saying. I was on the Demon Hunter. I was floating past everything like, and double. That dude is like yeah. thousands of years old. Like, I'm smarter. Like, he's been deactive. He's been asleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's got awfully big britches for somebody who's been sleeping for the past years. You know what? Years. He's got a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Like, he's he was entrusted with something very Yeah, important. but most of his masters aren't even around anymore. I'm pretty sure I killed Archimonde. A few times. Well, he doesn't know that. I will tell him. <laughs> so he's kind of a dick. I mean, you know, it's cool. It's cool games. Yeah, it's cool games. And he's like super popular on Twitter now. So whatevs. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. What have you been up to this week, Fist? Um, uh, last Friday, I was on a podcast called Beyond the Playlist with him and Chamberlain. And I was so happy to be asked. Um, I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but my IRL job used to be reviewing indie albums weekly uh, for a music website, and it was a lot of fun. And I like reviewing music. I like talking about music, obviously. You are a musician. I am a musician, and uh, it was just really cool of Hammond to ask me to be on the show, and we got to discuss the soundtrack to the new It movie which I wow. have not seen and probably will not see, but I hear it's really good. And the soundtrack <laughs> is really good, too. So uh, we'll have the link to that in the show notes if you're curious. Um, but, you know, he uses my real name and shit, so that's weird. So if you want to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> it was He's definitely like, weird to hear that. I know, right? He's like, hey, your name. And I'm like, ah, you're, you? you're so uncomfortable, you don't even want to say it. No, I don't I don't <laughs> even think of myself that way anymore. Like, that's what my mom calls me. That's not even true. She doesn't call me that either. You she, identify as a blood elf mage. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Fair enough. Um, but congratulations, because that's a really cool. That was a really cool show, and yes, I like his is. production. I love how he how he weaves in the the music into oh, the show, yeah. which is really cool. Hammond is a, an amazing podcaster, and it was so humbling. And I I can't tell you like I always seem to wind up hanging out with the coolest people and getting to speak to the coolest people and. I don't know what it is, but I just, if you're one of those cool people who I get to talk to on a regular basis, for whatever reason, thank you, because that's awesome, and I just, I always feel really lucky to be on podcasts and shows and hang out with people and game and stuff like that, so, yeah. anyway. Uh, I, I gotta say, I'm a little surprised that you weren't brought on to talk about Old Man Rock. Um, maybe it's best that I don't. Because I you're just, such a connoisseur. I love Old Man Rock so much. Like, I have the soul... The musical soul of, like, a 70-year-old... No, 60-year-old gentleman. Maybe gentleman. F- 50. And you use that term loosely? Yeah. <laughs> but I'd be hot like, oh, soldier 76. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, last night, um, I just need to, to bring it, the, the mood down a little bit here. Um, we're in mourning. My, oh, no. My tiny, tiny pink mouse that I've had for almost... Eight years, I think, at this point, finally uh, started to die, and 
No. It's just, I'm so sad. I bought it almost eight years ago in Canada to go with my first ever laptop, and it was just a shitty Walmart mouse, and it was smaller than the rest because it was like a travel mouse kind of thing. Like, sure, it has yeah. a cord and everything, but it's super small, and I have small little girl hands, so it always just, it fits fit right into my hand, and I just, I, I played so much WoW with it, you know, and I yeah. just, it, it, it was a part of me, it was an extension of my body, and it was nothing special, it had like the two buttons and a wheel, and that's it, um, but it just, I, I was so used to it that I just, I played so well with it, and, and last night we were pushing uh, KJ, and I kept fucking up, because the buttons weren't working, and that's no bueno, and... So I had to switch it out, and all of the other mice that are available are huge and bulky and weird, and I just, uh, you guys, help me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so, so sad. So much of gaming is the... Muscle memory. Muscle memory and familiarity with your setup. Yep. And, and that's me. to have a preference for a mouse that's smaller shaped, I, I have literally tried to find replacements for that thing for you for like a number of years now and it's hard because travel mice are wireless and you don't necessarily want a wireless mouse for gaming fuck no i mean there's nothing wrong with it if that's your choice good yeah for you but i've had so many people like their mice like run out of batteries and shit or just like not work anymore right because of course it happens during the middle of raiding of course it does everything bad always happens during raiding so yeah, and anyway. then they don't have a replacement battery, and, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Then you gotta pull it out of your dildo, and, you know, all That's these things not gonna happen. That, like... So, <laughs> anyway, rip, mouse. I'm so sorry. I'll miss you. Um, but besides that, last Friday, uh, we also had the LBI. It was great. We finished up our uh, hooking up with Overwatch characters... That was hilarious. ...thing, uh, and it seemed to go over pretty well, so thank you guys for coming out. It um, went under pretty well, too. Yeah. Um, and we will be back at it again tomorrow night um, on our Twitch channel. So we'll have the link to that in the show notes if you are curious. But it happens at 10 p.m. EST. And I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but it's going to be weird. Yep. And maybe sensual. You can always count on that. 10 p.m. Eastern Time Friday nights. Sensual. <laughs> we need a bumper for Blizzard News. I think you just made one. <laughs> All right, there it is. <laughs> this week, we became privy to uh, some BlizzCon stuff happening. Blizz came out with a live stream with the three usual hosts of BlizzCon to sort of talk about the changes that the virtual ticket is going to be experiencing this time around All and right. a sneak peek at what we can expect on the BlizzCon website. And also a sneak peek into actually just like a full fucking unboxing of the goodie bag that we get this year. Yeah. So let's just dive into it. There's going to be two additional stages added to the virtual ticket live stream. And That's pretty sweet. There's going to be multiple live streams this year. Um, so there's going to be show floor uh, coverage, demo areas, more interviews, behind the scenes show floor like stuff that like you don't even get to see when you're there unless you have you know people inviting you backstage and shit like, what that's what's going on i want that i would i would too like who's whose dick do i have to suck to to hang out with mike morheim <laughs> <laughs> is this you talking about being a morheim again uh 
No. Because that would be like, never mind. So. Um, That's still funny. There's going to be um, an all-access channel with the three hosts, and you can watch different channels this year at the same time. And if you miss something, it's all going to be archived. Awesome. So, a uh, fuck yeah. That's going to be awesome. Also, an, an interesting little anecdote. Um, all of the, the different halls, you know how, like, Hall D was, like, where the, the big stuff happened? <laughs> yeah. Big stuff in Hall D, huh? Big stuff in Hall D. <laughs> It's now called the mythic stage. So there's like the mythic stage, the the heroic legendary stage. stage, the heroic oh, stage. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I thought that was that was good. That is cool. That's good. Wait, um, so do you like? Is there like a gray item stage? Like a probably. It's probably got really shitty stuff on it. <laughs> is that like where they're gonna put me? <laughs> you don't. You don't get to be on any stage. <laughs> it's called the back parking lot. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in the Blizz parking lot. <laughs> Hey, I heard there's ice cream out there. Wait, no, that was the yeah. That's the San Francisco Comic Con. Damn it! I think. Yeah, you <laughs> don't even, even get ice that cream. much. You don't even get that much. Son of a bitch! So you get you get a you get a half drunk Gatorade that you found outside the convention center that somebody realized that they couldn't bring back in, so they left it on this on on the little wall outside. You know what? That's what you get. It's gonna make me thirsty being out in the sun and. California. Yeah, but so. it's been in the sun for a while. Ugh. It's warm, and do you know what flavor it is? No. Cucumber. No. Because that's no. a flavor. It's the worst one. It's like a green, like a like a like you're a like, murky oh, I light love green. lime, and then you're like, the fuck is <sighs> this? It tastes like a goddamn salad. You look at it, it says pepino. You're from Canada, you're like, I don't fucking know what that means. Is that spicy? Like, I don't like what does that mean? And then you flip it over and it says cucumber, and you're like, why? In the fuck would anybody want to drink a cucumber? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody would. That's gross. That's like salad water. That's the shit that like squirts out of your wrap. You know, you're like, oh, can I get like a veggie delight wrap? And dude's like, yes, of course you can. Yes. As long as you pay me money. And you're like, here's your money. So you eat the fucking wrap. And then you fucking stand it up because you're busy and you have to go. And then you bite into it, and then all of the cucumber water falls out into your lap, and it looks like you've pissed yourself, and you're like, you know what? Who would drink a cucumber? <laughs> Nobody. And that's why... <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's a gross flavor. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one, That's why that's the one I deserve. I get it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. That was a long way around to call me a, a, just a, like the bottom rung piece of shit. I get it. Hey, Fine. it's not my fault you're a bottom feeder feeding on <laughs> cucumber water. <laughs> please, sir, may I have some cucumber water? Pepino, please. <laughs> please share your pepino, sir. Um, what were we talking about? Pepino. Oh, yeah. So, pepino is going to be the name of my next pet in-game. Sure. So um, they did the unboxing. So you, this year we get a backpack, and it's got, you've all seen it, but it's got a, a Velcro patch on the outside. They haven't all seen it. They haven't all seen it. Okay, well, m a lot of people have seen it. Sure. Uh, it's got Velcro patch on the outside. Then it comes with Velcro patches that you can stick on, so it's like uh, all of the different uh, logos for the games. There's uh, a pin, Cupid Denley vinyl, a backpack keychain. You can get an upgrade. So there's something called an Epic Upgrade. So um, you can get this bag that comes with the cool stuff inside for 45 bucks. Uh, this year, you don't need a virtual ticket to order. But uh, as a bonus, if you do have a virtual ticket, you can get the goodie bag at an automatically discounted price of 35 bucks. But you can upgrade it. 
So for additional 25 bucks, you can get a badge booster pack, one additional collectible pin from Series 4, an additional Cupid Deadly Vinyl, um, another Overwatch backpack hanger, and uh, a BlizzCon merchy pin, which is a golden Murloc pin, and he's like pushing a shopping cart. <laughs> nice. So I think that's merchy. adorable, and I love it. So um, a lot of people on Twitter were asking how physical attendees can upgrade their backpacks, and apparently those details will release soon, so don't worry. Soon TM. Soon TM. So I've seen a lot of people on social media... Uh, just ripping this goodie bag apart, just not literally, but figuratively, um, saying it's shitty, saying it's it's uh, clearly Overwatch bias. Um, it's basically just a backpack with some toys and keychains in it. And yes, yes, it is a backpack with toys and <laughs> keychains in it, and like patches. Yes, it is. Which part? You said a lot of things there. I'm sorry. You better be careful. And, and it careful. is. It is <laughs> Overwatch bias. Like. It's just, that's just the way it is. Like, there's just a ton of Overwatch stuff in it. As somebody who is naturally WoW bias, wah, but, like, this is Blizz stuff. Like, it's Blizzard stuff. Like, yeah. that backpack is a good fucking, I that's a quality item. And I think people are getting a little uh, uh, pit bitchy about it because, like, last year was the 10th anniversary of BlizzCon, so, you know, we got the cool box with the fucking stein in it. Like, that thing was fucking cool. I don't know how you top that, You honestly. can't. You can't. Like, we're gonna have to wait until the 20-year anniversary, you know? I'm down. I'm down to wait for that. That's fine. But, like, not every year can be just, like, you get a stein and you get a fucking uh, gold-plated thing with jewels on it like you get a treasure chest made out of actual wood from like the black forest in <laughs> russia like where is the black forest <laughs> germany i don't know but anyway Volskaya, clearly sure but like it, it can't always be like that and like it's blizz stuff they're they're giving you all this cool ass stuff for a really great price you would probably want to buy it anyway if it was on the store in the store, and like speaking of the store, there's tons of really great uh, stuff that they've uh, recently put into the Blizzard store. That's all for a reasonable price. It's all really great quality, and everybody who's actually going to BlizzCon is going to pick up tons more stuff because you just do because there's stuff everywhere, and they're providing you a helpful backpack. Last year, I brought my own backpack. Right. It was insanely helpful because you know when you carry your purse. You're like, oh, I'm going to leave it somewhere. Fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. and yeah, I totally have that problem all the time. I mean, And what? then, like, it swings in front of you, and you're just like, oh, how is everybody going to see my outfit if I have a purse in front of it? Shit. But if you've got a backpack, it just covers up your back, but it doesn't cover up your butt, which is also important for people to see. <laughs> you know? Like, Blizz is thinking. Blizz is thinking, which they usually do. Okay. So, I'm excited so to get this thing. now we have the logic behind it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm excited. I wasn't that excited until you gave me the, the, the full picture. And you know what the most exciting part is? Everybody's going to get some vinyls and some keychains, right? And some pins. Yeah. And we're going to want to trade. And that means that we're going to have, like, you know, an excuse to go to people and be like, hey, what'd you get? Do you have... The Mercy keychain. I have the Bastion keychain. Would you like to switch? Would you know? Like it's like it's like when marbles were yeah. uh, popular and, and Pogs and, and Beyblades and shit. You know, like it's it's gonna be great. Everybody's gonna be trading their junk and it's gonna be fantastic. You know what I'm gonna do? What trade with everybody who wants to? But okay, I'm just gonna trade with people who have the things that I want. Okay, 
Because I'm, I'm, even though I say that like being able to meet people and trade is a good thing, which it is, I'm not going to do it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. If you have no, the, if, if you have no, the thing not. I want, then yeah, I'll talk to you. But otherwise, no, that's okay. Don't talk to me. Um, I need to talk, Jeff, uh, excuse me, Jeff Kaplan, um, Jeff Money Kaplan. I need to speak with you for a moment. I have a toxic uh, player here. I'm not. I was kidding. Please don't avoid me at BlizzCon. I be, I no, they have to come meet you because you're going to be hauling all of the buttons. That's true. All the buttons are going to be in that backpack, and yeah. you guys want buttons, assumedly. So hopefully, yeah, free buttons. Anyway, so uh, the other thing that's cool about BlizzCon.com is that um, every week it's going to be releasing new videos. So they've got a bunch of great videos up now. There's this really touching one feature it's it's about the uh the blizzard vault and it's it's kind of like a like a little glimpse into the vault and nobody goes into the vault except for the people who work in the vault like step back a moment i didn't even realize there was an official blizzard library you didn't no i didn't know that and the the like sealed away part vault with which is like deep in the bowels of the library is fucking even cooler i know like the and and that woman who's in the video, I forget her name, I apologize, totally like the quintessential library nerd, like librarian nerd woman. She's amazing. She's got the look. She's got the she's got the the mindset of like, yes, this is wonderful. And like, I really cherish and, and love this this information. But don't you fucking touch it. <laughs> don't you. Don't, wait, did you wash your hands? Well, like, that, that's she's amazing. I know. And she's fucking so good at it. Like, it's the perfect. Per- like, if you had to, like, do a facial recognition drawing for a policeman and you were just totally guessing what this person would look like, you would get it right. Like, what she looks like. She's just, she's Her name perfect. is Joanna Perez, and she's the librarian slash asset archivist. Thank you. The, co- po- quite possibly one of the coolest jobs I've ever heard of. It is the coolest job That's anyone's amazing. ever heard of. And, she, and you can tell it's not a job for her. Just like everybody else at Blizzard, it's not a job. This is something she's passionate about. This matters to her. Yeah. And the way that she talks about the stuff that's in here, like, she knows how cool that stuff is. Like, that's cool. That is so awesome. It's the coolest stuff ever. Yeah, you want to see this video. Is this a video they can see that yes, everybody can it, see? everybody can see it right now. Okay, good. But, um... Check that out, you guys. It's so good. It's so cool. It is. And, like, I'm... I hope that someday there's, like, so much stuff that they can't keep it at HQ anymore, so they have to open up a museum. Hell yes. That people can just go to and look at things. But the coolest part of that video was um, Mike Morheim was there, and he showed us... A, a framed card uh, stating that uh, he borrowed $15,000 from his grandmother, Mildred M. Miller, to start to help start up Blizz. Like, she loaned it to him, and then he'd have to pay it back in, like, $100 installments every month. Oh, my God. But, uh... Quite possibly the cutest thing I've yeah. ever heard. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, she's no longer with us. But, like, I can't help but wonder if, like, just, just little things like that, like, little pieces of of generosity and and like positivity and just like how much Mike Morheim's grandmother believed in him cuz like you can't just ask somebody for that, you know? But obviously she believed that he could he could he could do it. You can't just ask people for a small loan of a million dollars. Exactly. But like do you think that maybe Blizzard is so wonderful because like its history is based upon gestures like that? Absolutely. It's like, and because the people they brought in, yeah, are our kind of dorks. They're they're people. They're all our like kind of geeks. Mildred they're the real Miller, deal. Yeah, who believe in this industry and believe in Blizzard. And uh, I'm gonna cry. And 
I did cry a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you did. In the video. Don't, um, tell, don't tell anyone. Edit, edit that out, please. But that's like just such a beautiful, touching video. But the video I like better is called the Q&A de- uh, Developer QA, Forging Your Path. And I really suggest that you skip forward to the 133 mark. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's going to be great. Oh, because Ian's there and he's oh. talking about how to be a game developer. Mm. So, And he has a cool shirt. I mean, yeah, and he usually does. Um, but yeah, so you should watch that. But yeah, so that's all on BlizzCon.com. Oh, and if you've got a virtual ticket or a real ticket, because that also comes with a virtual code, you can get your code, put it into BlizzCon.com, then go to your, then that's like connected to your main account in WoW, and then you get a new mount. What kind of mount? It's awesome. So if you're uh, an Alliance pleb, you get the Stormwind Sky Chaser, which is this stupid looking boat that flies. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but if you're Horde, you get the Orgamar Interceptor, which is this sweet like wolf gun on some chains on a Zeppelin. And it has a really sweet mount special where like like it shoots a cannon out of the wolf's mouth. So That's pretty sweet. I know. That's oh, and there's like a little BlizzCon flag on the back. It's just awesome. So you can get that right meow. So um, we'll have the link to the BlizzCon 2017 pre-show live stream global event. Try saying that five times fast. I'm not going to, um, but we'll have that link to that in the show notes if you missed it. And if you want to see what's going on. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. Oh my god, this... You know what? I'm so excited right now. Yeah? Is it for the same reason that I am? No. Why? Because I'm excited about the Mythic Dungeon Invitational. Oh, yeah. That's also awesome. What are you excited about? Nothing. You know what? I'm not even gonna... No, no. Go ahead. No, okay. Please. Um. So, uh, 32 teams have been uh, accepted into the Mythic Dungeon Invitational. Eight teams each from China, Asia, Pacific, Europe, and America will compete... Over the span of like three weekends to see who will make the top eight before moving to the semifinals and the finals. Oh, snap. So each team's going to compete um, head-to-head within the Mythic Dungeons. Two will advance from each region uh, during a single elimination best of three kind of format. And the keystones and levels and affixes will be determined by Blizz, like they said. And uh, it'll all take place on special tournament realms. Oh, that's cool. That's freaking sweet. Um, so the first uh, event is happening on Friday, September 15th. So that's the same day that this podcast comes out at 9 p.m. PDT. So that's when it starts. And you can watch it all on uh, Warcraft's Twitch channel, Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Warcraft. I have never, ever been so excited for esports in my life. With starting to love PvP in WoW, I've come to really enjoy watching the arena matches and stuff like that. So the the Warcraft esports and playing Overwatch, I've I've come to really love watching professional Overwatch players uh, play esports. But there's still some disconnect because like even though I love both of those things, like I'm not like a super high level in it. I'm not as savvy. I don't know all of the ins and outs of of PvP and WoW, and being really, really good in Overwatch. So there's still, like, a lot for me to learn. And I accept that challenge, but it still makes watching the esports a little confusing, despite how exciting they are. But with this, it's like, 
I do Mythic Dungeons all the time. I am a PvE player primarily, and I have been for almost 14 years. Yeah. So it's it's like, finally, I, there's going to be some esports that I am confident about talking about, about, um, you know, choosing the team that I think is most worthy. I have no doubt that, like, you know, and I saw some of it at Gamescom, but, like, I have no doubt that, like, you know, when I'm looking at the screen, although they're, like, competent uh, casters telling me what's going on, I won't necessarily need them, you know? Yeah. It's because, like, I've always felt so in the dark watching sports and shit on TV. Like, I don't know. I don't fucking know what's going on. Right, yeah. Totally. And, like, the, the the sports announcers are like, oh, this guy's doing this with the ball, and he's fucking shooting the thing, and then that means this, and that's a hat trick, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I don't fucking, what? This is stupid. I don't like it, because I don't understand it, you know? Because that's, that's yes. just the way the human mind works, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But don't this, understand it. I hate it. I'm going to know, because I've been in those dungeons. I know what's going on. I know what they need to do. I know what the tank needs to do. I know what the healer needs to do. I know what the DPS know what to do. I know where they need to be, how much they need to push. I I, I will recognize when they make a mistake. And I hope that, like, you know, for, for the average WoW player, which is the majority of WoW players, this eSport in particular is going to be extremely welcoming and extremely fun because this is what we do just at a higher level it's like if the olympics instead of sports were shit that everybody does like raking brushing your hair and having mediocre relations with somebody you barely know you know it's gonna be that kind of stuff but but at the top level so it's like yes i rake all the time but this guy's been raking since he was five years old, and he's the best in the region, and I want to watch him and see how well he does. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'm excited about the Mythic Invitational. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, uh, that's amazing. I, have, I literally have nothing to add to that. It's so good. Sorry. I no, I, that's awesome. Minute. I'm totally I'm just, stoked. I'm, stu- I'm super stoked about that. I just love that they're doing it. Me too. And Ian said at Gamescom that there's so much potential for this to become something, like even bigger than it already is. And I really hope that it does. I want to see this go through forever. I want to see it evolve. And I'm just like, the hype is real. Yeah. And I, I it's not even something I like saw coming. I did not think that they would have competitive dungeons. No. And these, so these are the mythics. The affixes are going to be nuts. The yep. levels are going to be nuts. They're like the keystone levels. It's, it's, it's going to be crazy. And you're going to have to, you're going to watch these guys. I mean, there's going to be a lot of failure. Yep. You know, there's, there's going to be some drama involved in this. Totally. Like there's some high stakes. Yeah. Like and once you fuck up too much that, you know, like there's hardly any point in even finishing the dungeon at that point. If you're going head to head with somebody and you fuck up in the beginning and they're way further ahead of you. Like it's just, there's so much at stake, you know? Yeah. And we're going to understand it all because we've been there. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of stuff that we've done, uh, week three of 7.3 has begun. So um, it's the final portion of the Shadows of Argus storyline. It's now available. There's a new dungeon, Seat of the Triumvirate, which is awesome if you haven't seen it. And the thing that happens when you do it, oh my garb. I have not seen it. (laughs) And the Netherlake Crucible is now uh, able to be activated on the Vindicar, and you can begin forging your relics. Hot. Now I, yeah, I'm gonna forge your relic. Hey, not, well. not you, but you know the the general populace. Why not me? Because I'm not talking to you. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking to the listener. Right. And they're juicy, juicy relics. <laughs> Let me forge them. <laughs> <laughs> um. And if you're you're still kind of uh 
fuzzy about what the Netherlight Crucible does, don't worry. Just go and try it. It'll become clear in like five seconds. Just uh, go up to it. Um, you can upgrade your weapon by like 15 points to begin with. Then you can choose uh, to upgrade one trait on one relic. And depending on like what level your uh, your artifact weapon is, you can choose more traits. But once you select a trait, you can't go back. Oh, I'm just Lordy. saying. So be careful. Oh. Just be careful. But I promise it's not that hard. I am really hard right now, but the Netherlight Crucible is at like a like an easy like semi <laughs> like an easy semi, like a soft chub, you know? <laughs> like there's still like it's it's taut, but it's not like melty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right, the difficulty level, of course. Yeah, 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 that's right. what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to Overwatch news. It's Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. So, we have a new video out. It is a new prep, the new map preview for Junkertown. Woo! And uh, we've seen the video, uh, the earlier preview that just kind of gave us some imagery of it. This one is, Deb is talking about it in detail talking about um, some of the actual pieces of it, showing some of the things a little bit in more detail, um, and even talking about some of the lore behind it, and talking about even where some of the elements that make the place up came from, things like sound effects. That sound effects part was so dope. Yeah. They literally went to, like, a ghost town with lots of, like, gross, junky, like, rusty shit, and just recorded things. It's it's like the IRL Junkertown, Yeah, they went to a real Junkertown. And recorded sounds. And it was just, like, how cool of a job that would be to just, like, go to cool places and collect noises and yeah. sounds and shit. But, yeah, I'm really, like, I, I think I said this last week, but, like, I am digging so hard all these, like, behind-the-scenes glimpses at, at all of the yes. stuff that Blizz does to make these things that we love so much. And they just go to such incredible lengths to make sure that it is as awesome as possible. Yeah, their video team is killing it. They are. And I just, I want to see all of the the behind the scenes stuff. I, w- I want it. I want it. Um, but it's it's super cool. Uh, Junkertown comes out next week, I think. It does. Yep, on and, Tuesday. And uh, you can play it on the PTR if you like. Uh, I tried it. It was friggin' sweet. But this video, this behind the scenes video on it really gets you hyped. So definitely recommend. We'll have to link to that in the show notes. Um, that wasn't the only Overwatch video that came out. It sure wasn't. It was not. Did we have a visit? We had another visit from uh, Jeff Money Kaplan from the Overwatch team. Jeff Money Kaplan. In a video called Play Nice, Play Fair. And this video is kind of amazing because it's not exactly about like what's coming up or changes they've made or anything like that. It's it's more like not a lecture per se. You know when... Okay. You no, know, it's really not a lecture. No, it's more like, you know when you're in elementary school and... The class as a whole is, like, maybe it's, like, nearing summer or, like, spring break or we call it March break in Canada. And, you know, you're kids and you're getting rowdy and, like, it's not one person being bad, but it's just, like, the whole general classroom just, like, being unruly lately and, like, everybody's feeding off each other's, like, mischievous energy, I guess. And yeah, totally. The teacher, you know, has to address all of you and say, look, like, I understand that you're, you know, excited and not 
behaving, but it's not one of you, it's it's all of you. We just need to take a step back and look at what we're doing, and y'all need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's kind of like that. So Jeff Money Kaplan was addressing the issue of the rising tide of toxicity and bad behavior uh, versus what Blizzard is going to do about it and it, what what they are doing about it and what the community should be doing about it. So that's us. That's you and me. That's the listeners. That's oh, everybody. Shit. So this is this is a video for all the Overwatch players. So they recently added the reporting feature on console as well as PC. Although I don't know why they would even bother because obviously that's where all the plebs go. The console plebs. The toxicity starts there. You know why? Because <laughs> okay. they hate their lives because for some reason they think that console is better than PC. <laughs> I don't get that. I mean, the the problem there is kind of obvious. That's systemic. But, that's a deeper yeah. problem than we're addressing here. Yeah, that's different. We'll, <laughs> we'll cover that another day. So uh, Jeff says the reporting feature is not always perfect. It doesn't always end up the way you want it to. Like, you know, somebody calls you a jerk or, you know, something like that. <laughs> um, I've been called a few things. Um, you know, and you report them and you hope that, you know... You hear back from them or, like, you you suddenly see this person, like, disappear from your group because, you know, presumably they've been kicked off of the game and uninstalled and all that stuff. Like, Jeff and his team went to their house and karate chopped, like, their keyboard in half and it's just like, <laughs> no, 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 you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then rub their faces in their own pee and... Yeah, exactly. Just like <laughs> smack their nose with a newspaper. Don't do that though. You can't teach you can't teach dogs with with negative. No, no. neither of those things work. They're both bad mm, examples. Both, That's why they bad. were jokes. Exactly. I like how we can like joke about people being like idiots for playing console, but like when it comes to like joking about like. How to train a dog? It's like that's not fucking funny. No, that's that's serious business. We have to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LB don't, is don't not around. about that animal abuse life. Side note: Let your dogs destroy their toys. That's the point. Exactly. Relax about it. Anyway, we're getting off topic again. So, um, it <laughs> that's what we do. I know it doesn't always end up the way you want it, but changes are coming. So, um, giving them feedback when uh, you've got complaints, um, you're now going to receive like. An email when an action is taken, and they want to increase the emails, but ideally, they don't want to email you. They they want us to be notified in game when, yeah. s- when stuff like that happens. And like the only other thing that I can think of that's kind of like that is uh, if you report, and this is as far as I know, if you report somebody on Instagram, Instagram will tell you a few days or weeks later that you know hopefully this this account that you reported was taken down or the post that they posted that offended you or whatever was taken down and that's like the only thing hmm. that i've ever seen that like does that and it feels good you know it's just like feels good man feels good man i feel like a police officer or something so that's um, not okay people can't do that yes they can't Policewoman diva. Got it. So uh, jeff says that 480,000 accounts uh, were taken action against good lord um, and 340,000 of those disciplinary actions were a direct result of players using the reporting system. So if you ever God hear damn. somebody saying that the reporting system doesn't work, no, that is wrong. It does work. Um, so Jeff wishes that there, you know, would be like a magical Overwatch patch that like suddenly makes the bad behavior go away. But obviously that's never going to happen. Right. They are dedicated to fixing uh, as much as possible, though. And there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes, tuning and adjusting their punishment threshold and gravity. So just like how much do they punish people? How many people do they punish? Like, it's just like yeah. it's an ongoing thing. 
So Jeff says that their the highest level philosophy is this, and I think that it should be engraved on a stone on a mountaintop. <clears throat> if you are a bad person doing bad things in Overwatch, then we don't want you in Overwatch. Preach. Exactly. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. You know what? If you're a shit, listen. Fucking, the game doesn't even want you. They don't even want you. Like, you pay for this game, pay for it, go in and be a shit, see what happens, don't get your money back, because they don't fucking want you. You sign up for terms of service, you agree to be a decent person, or at least somebody who keeps their mouth shut and doesn't ruin people's days and make them feel shitty because they made a few mistakes on Junkrat one time. <laughs> like, you're just going to get kicked out, because Overwatch don't want that. Jeff don't want that. Jeffy don't play that. Jeffy don't play. Jeffy don't play. <laughs> I mean, he plays games. Director, but he don't play. So Jeff thinks that the level of anonymity online makes people behave differently than they would if they were sitting in a room with someone. Obviously, obviously, because like most of the people who are like massive shits in video games, IRL are like the most nervous, uh, pitiful. Um, cowardly people that you will ever meet and that's why they're so desperate to be shits online because it makes them feel like a big man and they obviously don't get that anywhere IRL you know hmm. like like there's so many people calling Jeff Kaplan names online but like fuck you if you think you could fucking do that in his presence Yeah. tell me you could look into those big brown eyes and call him a shit you can't you just can't. Yeah, he's like the nicest guy ever. Exactly. <laughs> He'd probably just stand there and start whimpering like a dog, and you'd be like, oh my god, now I literally need what to kill I myself. <laughs> KYS myself. <laughs> so Jeff says, it's like when he's driving in his car, and people in other cars call him a jerk. That level of anonymity makes them say things about him that they wouldn't otherwise if they knew who he was. Now, I don't think he meant to say, like, knew who he was as in, like, I'm Jeff, you know who I am. I'm Jeff Kaplan. Right, yeah, yeah. But it sounded that way, and I just, like... I, that's funny. I thought that, was, too. It was funny. Yeah, not, um, but not at all. No, he just no, meant no, no, no. if they knew him, that that yeah. they recognized him as a human being. We've talked about this. Yeah. The, the, the curtain of anonymity behind the keyboard, which is different than if there was a glass window in front of you and you were looking the other person in the face. Totally. So, just says he knows it, it's hard. He says that we've all taken part in this kind of behavior, himself included. He says that he's said mean things on the internet. I don't believe that for... Well, we have the one example, but that's what he's considering. That was not an example. Yeah, but that's what, that's what he's considering an example. And if that's if you don't understand that reference, you, you need to go back a few episodes, but the reference was to someone who wrote something, you know, Just kind of normal and normally horrible yeah, on the forums, about, like, how and Jeff responded to the it. The team doesn't care. Yeah. And shit like that. Yeah. Um, and Jeff responded in, in, in a harsh tone, but... He didn't they say anything. They had to call the mean. burn unit yeah. after Jeff responded to that they one, did. and he feels bad about it, obviously to this bad. day. So yeah, but, but he, he doesn't need to anyway. Like I don't, I don't believe for a second that Jeff has ever said anything mean on the internet ever, ever. Yeah, well, he told you he did. So yeah, I guess take I him at his word. I guess I have to believe him and forgive him already. <laughs> but uh, he he thinks that the community, and that's you and me and all of us, should take a step back and look at ourselves and realize that we're all just here to have fun. So, and here's here's where the hard-hitting shit hits hard. Okay. They've been 
They've been put into an awkward position where they've been putting a tremendous amount of time and effort into punishing people and trying to make people behave better. But the bad behavior is not only ruining game experience for everyone, but it's also slowing down the very progression and development of the game, forcing the same people who are working on the game's new features to instead focus on punishing people. So Shit just got real. Right? Like, does that not put it into perspective? It's like, how much more advanced and fun would Overwatch be right now if the people who were, like, dealing with bullshit didn't have to deal with bullshit, you know? Yeah, and can instead work on the game. Exactly. So This is the age-old argument that detractors of these kinds of games have said forever. Why haven't you given me X, and why are you spending all your time on Y instead? Yeah. I want this thing that's mad- that's important to me, whether it's important to you or not. You shouldn't be spending your time over there. You should be spending your time on this instead. This is exactly that. And he's giving us a specific example of it. Yep. It's like, if you guys are so intent on being assholes, then the game won't be as good as it could be. And then you're just going to keep complaining and being assholes. Yes. And then going into the game and being shits to people. Can I give a couple takeaways from this? Yes. So I have um, a few easy ways that you can contribute. Because if you're like me, some of you out there are also a little bit, a little bit, culpable okay from time to time i have lost my shit and maybe not been the best player ever however i make a special effort to be part of the solution of this problem and not be a systemic part of the the problem so here's a few easy ways that you can contribute these are going to sound really obvious but i want to make it make it really clear number one shut the fuck up okay like just shut the fuck up because most of the things that are compelling people to say things that are a problem in all of this are born of them opening their fucking mouths to begin with. So just shut the fuck up. Yeah, and that goes for typing, too. It does. No, that's the same thing. Just speaking or typing. I just shut the fuck up. Mute, mute, mute. Block, block, block. Report when it's realistic. Don't go overboard with that or your reports aren't going to mean as much. And then here's, here's a really good one. Spend as much time on the positive as you do on the negative. So example, you have a criticism about what something did, somebody did, Try to be positive about that criticism. You don't have to be, dude, you fucking suck. You can instead say, hey, it'd be helpful if you would, you know, do that res when it, when they're not using another alt at the moment or something like that. Give a piece of real feedback instead of something just negative and balance that with a compliment for something else. To yourself, you should have a running tally. If, if I'm thinking something negative, where's the positive that balances that? Maybe it's uh, a support who pulled you out of a bad situation. Maybe it's the tank who threw up the shield just in time to save your ass. Like there's a lot of this stuff. And it just takes a moment, which you can type super quickly while you're dead in some other point to say, hey, dude, nice shield. You know, like it just yep. that's all it takes. Also, easy things in between rounds. Good round or GG, whether you won or lost, it doesn't matter. And finally, shut the fuck up again. Yeah. So if you don't, it's literally if you don't have something nice to say, then just don't say anything at all. And if it's, you it's literally that easy. Evil people being bad, bad people doing bad things in Overwatch that should not be in Overwatch. As an LB listener, I'd like you to consider every time you see somebody say something shitty, say something nice. Just yeah, you know you what? Know? Troll their negativism. Yeah, with like re- overbearingly positive comments instead. Or just pick someone and just be like, "Hey, Farah, good job." You know, it doesn't matter if she did a good job or not. But yeah. like, just just let's let's just all make an effort to just push more positivity into Overwatch so that Overwatch 
can be a better game Absolutely. faster. Absolutely. Let's help out Jeff. Let's I mean, do Jeff it. Jeff is always helping us out. We can do it. We can do it. LB listeners, every time you see somebody say something stupid and shitty and hurtful and harmful and racist and just horrible, because they do, say something nice. Just be like, Compliment their peen size. Just start there. Yeah, whatever. Just something nice. Dude, have, have you, has anyone told you that you just have the nicest looking peen today? Yeah. Because you, you really do. Whatever. It's, that's, a, that's a compliment. So even though apparently we don't really deserve it, um, <laughs> on <laughs> September 22nd to the 25th on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, even though I don't really want to play those, <laughs> Shut um, up. you can play Overwatch for free. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, uh, for that weekend in September, the 22nd to the 25th, um, you can play all of the heroes, all of the maps, all of the modes. And uh, you'll be able to level up, earn loot boxes, and unlock a variety of different customization options. And if you decide at the end of the weekend to purchase Overwatch, which you probably will because it's fun as hell, um, you get to keep any of the progress that you made that weekend. Awesome. So, um, you know, if if you're trying to convince one of your friends or family members to play Overwatch, which you should, um, now is the time to do so. Um, If you have been on the fence about trying it, try it you know um a lot of people are going to be online that weekend who are not very good so don't worry if if you're not that good at fps um it'll be a fun time for everybody and i hope that a lot of people take advantage of this and i hope a lot of people end up uh buying the game and i I don't i know you don't no i don't but i hope a lot of people do i hope hope you don't because because let me save you some time here guys it's addictive as hell (laughs) so if you touch this game you are going to get addicted Unless and you're, you're going to have a damn good time. Really addicted to WoW. It's going to be rough. And those of you out there who are like nodding your heads like, shut up, whatever, shut up, Thorn, fuck you. I don't even like FPS. Guess what, motherfucker? Neither did I. And you know what? I've got it hooked up directly into my goddamn veins now. It's fucking ridiculous. That's gross. Give me another hit, please, please. But yeah. The first one's free. So it's the 22nd to the 25th of this month. Um, get ready for it. We'll have the link to the thing about it in the show notes. All right. I feel icky. And now, it's time for some Hearthstone news. Here's your hosts, Gary Thorn, and... Ugh, what a rush. Feast. The tavern is open for October Brawl. October Brawl. So, October Brawl. figure it's Oktoberfest theme. Cheer beer, beer. And if there's one thing that Blizzard likes, it's beer and... That is true. Good stuff. Blizzard so, loves beer, and people who work at Blizzard love beer more yeah. than anything. So uh, if you link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, you can receive two October Brawl card backs. Ooh. And there's a reason for it this time. This isn't just something nice. You choose your team by equipping their respective card back. And then you play a bunch of games. And whichever faction, if you will, of card back it's, is it's doing more. It's light versus void, right? Yeah. Okay. And whichever one is doing better at the end of the week... I'm sorry, not the end of the week. It's on Wednesdays. Then they'll get a bunch of rewards for it. Sweet. So, you know, you pick a side and then you go go out and kick ass. And so, Easy you know, enough. yeah, there's a bunch like and and then the different weeks are going to have different themes. So the first one's a wild week. And, um, you know, there's a welcome bundle with 10 classic packs each. And um, you can get goblins versus gnome packs or grand tournament packs. Uh, and the more your side wins, the better you rank up and the more you get um, at the tally on Wednesdays every week. So they'll have regular updates on the um, 
official Hearthstone blog week by week. And I think it's like just a super easy, nice way to go about getting some new shit and Absolutely. having some fun. Absolutely. Who, who, what team are you on? The Void. Me too! Hey! Get off my team. Aww. Loser. You're here just in time! Point me to the stage! Heroes of the Storm News! Ask me no question, I tell you no lie. <laughs> okay, guys. We've got a preview of the next hero. I know who it is! Who? It's General Grievous! What? What? Oh. Is that... That's Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah, that's Star Wars. <laughs> Never mind! I don't know so, who it is! The Twitter account for Heroes posted today, The Nexus is in crisis. Join us as we investigate tomorrow during the HGC. Matches start at 9 a.m. PDT. So, by the time you're hearing this, it'll be time for you to tune in and, uh, uh, you know, on, on your mobile or whatever you can do while you're at work or if you have the day off, hopefully, and check out some of the HC- HGC and also hear in between some more hints about who it might be. In the meantime, we'll have the link in the show notes to the photo that they put up. There's an ominous, you know, busted robotic arm with some what looks like maybe blades in the foreground. And it's kind of hard to tell what they are. So uh, we'll see very soon. I don't think it's General Grievous after all. (laughs) 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 Sorry. There was also this great article called Under the Hood um, AI. And it's, it's a lot about the background of AI and kind of what makes up how the AI behaves in Heroes of the Storm. Um, so there's some cool background on that. And then they talk about all the updates that they've already implemented that are already in the game. But basically the gist of it is the robots are less stupid. The robots are more accurate. The robots kill better. The robots mimic players better. The robots might be too good now. What robots? Robots? The AI. Oh, the artificial intelligence. Yeah, so if you play AI, you know, sometimes I bump in there just to get my some of the dailies out of the way if I only have a few minutes or whatever. The, it's not it's not necessarily going to be the pushover. And I don't I don't want to draw jump to conclusions either. I don't know that it means that it's necessarily going to be that much harder. It's definitely going to be different and the changes are all meant to help the AI make better decisions. They're no longer going to walk into you at low health and that sort of thing. They're going to behave a little bit more like a player would. That's not good. I mean, it's cool, but uh-oh. <laughs> Seems to me like it's going to be harder and that's I feel like that's a good thing that's going to help you progress and get better at the game. Absolutely. We asked you answered. Here's our question of the week. All right, so last week I asked you guys, what do you look for in a streamer? And I thought this was really important because obviously Thorne and I have been streaming on Friday nights and we suck at it so far because we're just so not good at it. Uh, I freeze up in front of the camera. Uh, yeah, and I just suck, so... Also, all of your answers were curiously similar. Boobs. Yes. Which the... means that I can't really stream yeah, like, at so all. Yeah, so looks like it's up to all fist again <laughs> to fucking pull this sinking ship out of the water <laughs> with my massive boobs. Good luck with that. Well, at least you've got buoyancy. That's true. They don't actually really float that well, though. Anyway, <laughs> that's besides the point. So let's just get into it now. Uh, the the first uh, couple of answers are going to be from our Discord. If you are not on our Discord, please join our Discord. It is awesome. It's got stuff in it. You can answer the question of the week directly from there. And, you know, we've got like a meme channel and we've got a selfie channel and we've got a, a, a ballers like uh, announcement channel. If you've got streams you want people to see or announcements you want people to know about. So, uh, yeah. 
Okay, so uh, first one is from MewCow. He says, when I want to watch a streamer, the priority is, what are they streaming? Is their voice pleasant to listen to or being used at all? Are they entertaining? Are they doing so without a bunch of annoying sounds and pop-up pictures? Hmm. Fair. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting set of parameters, especially the addition of the pop-up thing. Like, yeah. specifically doesn't want the pop-up thing. Okay. Uh, Priest Drago says, nudity. Wait, they got rid of that. Someone that isn't selling their body for subs and are actually gamers and who provides tips and tricks and insights into how they play. Nothing pisses me off more than watching the old car salesman type who are just after subs. Yeah, that is kind of cringy. Like, there is a time and a place for that, absolutely. And, like, once or twice during your stream, like, if it's a long stream, it's just like, hey, guys, subscribe, it'd be great. And then, you know, get back to your usual stick, but, like... If you're just like fishing for subs the whole time and it's like, eh, I can't, yeah. I don't, okay. We know how it goes though, right? Oh, totally. Like, uh, <clears throat> what's up, guys? Thorn here from Lagging Balls. What? Welcome to our channel and make sure you like and hit, smash that subscribe button. Yeah, smash it. With, right? Is that about how? Is that about, oh, wait, that's more YouTube though. That's yeah. not really Twitch streaming. Yeah. Uh, next one up, uh, Torek says, I make sure they're long, curly, and match the other happy birthday decorations. Uh, streamers, I get it. That's funny. That's funny. Nice, nice. You took that in a direction I yeah. didn't see coming. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, good. Bernardo says I actually only watch two streamers on a regular basis, and I watch them because they don't take themselves too seriously, engage with their audience, and bring lots of derpiness. Hey, that's important. Yeah. Emmett says talk, keep talking, talk, 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 talk. I hate watching someone stream in silence, and all you can hear is the game sounds. Entertain me. <laughs> there you go. I like that too. I nice. agree with that. Frickazord says, I agree with that point from Imith. The biggest point for me definitely is chat interaction. Yeah, I like that too. We try to do that, but we'll get better at it. Much better. Uh, Draven says, for me, it depends. I watch Devlore and AKA Mike B pretty much daily, no matter what game they play. I find them entertaining. I watch Dunk Train and some other HOTS players for informational purposes. I watch Cuddles when I can for the derpy derp. Which isn't to say Cuddles is derpy, but I mean... Derp is in the eye of the beholder or something. I don't know. I'm not Ar- even really sure what that means. Seriously. Ardwick says, one, viewer interaction and inclusion. Two, I like being exposed to things I will either not get a chance to play or to see something I might make time for. Three, funny, quirky, lighthearted personality. Four, knowledgeable. It's hard watching someone who has no idea what they're doing or is trying to be a gamer. Taking into account the depth of the game and the level of interaction with the audience, of course. Five, doesn't hurt if they're cute. I mean, that doesn't hurt. It's true. Listen, the broadcast biz... Is a shallow biz. It's shallow. And like, th- no offense to anyone, that's just human nature. Yeah. You want to look at people who look nice. It, it, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the, uh, you know. No, like you don't only... have to look nice to be popular. Not Certainly. at all. That's why that's, why that's last on, dead last on yeah. our weeks list here. But it doesn't, it doesn't hurt, you know. And that's exactly what I said. Doesn't hurt. Pylon says, biggest thing for me is someone who is very interactive with the stream itself, doesn't take themselves too seriously. Nice. Oh, yeah, I agree with that too. Alien Socrates says, great question. I'm probably a little more particular than most, but I think all the best streamers are white. They're naturally more versatile. They should hang with some length, find it elegant, and be thick enough to withstand a little manhandling. (laughs) Finally, I just have to say how completely dumbfounding it is to see people going to the dollar store for these. Have some self-respect, people. Go to a certified party supply store. Okay, Streamers, so get it? look, he got me good. Yeah, with I that can one. hear that. I'm I glad. start. I was like, I didn't read this before. I started reading it on the air, and now I'm wondering, is this racist? Yeah, like, <laughs> are we gonna have to cut this? Like, I'm glad that you got that one because I already read it, so I knew the joke. Uh, okay, but... we call him Drew because that's his 
his uh that's his he's name. on a raid team yeah. and that's his his tune's name drew you got me dude that was <laughs> that was really good dude nice one pylon says uh streaming is also one of those things where it's going to vary from person to person some people want to watch a streamer regardless of the game just because they like to interact with them some people want to learn about a game some just want to watch funny things etc indeed that's a good point mike kelvin says hmm what do i look for in a stream color good flow with no itching or pain <laughs> what was that not that kind of stream oh <laughs> Uh, you guys, uh, yeah, you guys got no, jokes. Yeah, this is great. Spaz Weston says, so what do I look for in a streamer? Uh, multicolored in a container with a string that I can pull to pop them all at once. Christ. Streamer, streamer. Zort says, people that are actually having fun playing their game and shooting the shit with their chat. Got into streaming myself a couple months ago and have been having a hell of a lot of fun with it. Uh, and he has been posting a stream a lot. Uh, that's Zorts with an X. Check him out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and Eris says, I like watching people that are having fun, talking about what they're doing, or some other sweet-ass random topic, or taking cues from chat. I hate when they stop mid-thought to say hi to someone who joined the channel. Or, like, once in a while, that would be okay if it was someone special to them, but welcoming every person individually who joins as they join is like nails on a chalkboard. Unless it's Thorne. He could verbally welcome me over and over again. Hey. <laughs> well, all right. Nice. Welcome. <laughs> L-Train, I prefer smaller streams because it's easier to interact with people, but they need to be chatty. Doesn't really matter about what, the, the game, life, anything. Humor is a necessity. I have enough seriousness in my day-to-day. -day. Games are my escape, and seeing other people having fun reminds me of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Solified says, boobs! But then, good <laughs> conversation and humor. Also engaging gameplay. <laughs> yes! <laughs> there, we knew there would be one in there. I actually haven't looked at these ahead of time, so my joke at the beginning has finally come true. Thank you, yes, Solify. Le'Veon Bell says, I like any streamers that don't just en endlessly spam uh, chat about their stream. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Twitter responses. Winchester underscore CTR says, I always look for someone who's truthfully having fun with the game they are playing. One that likes to chat with the room. Nice. Interaction is big here, obviously, yeah, on all definitely. these. Um, at xryuten says, same reason I heart your show, streamers who are authentic, love what they're playing, and entertaining, like uh, at Laced Up Lauren. Ooh, shut up. Nice. Uh, Honor Heart Hire says, some who by themselves edits, records, moderates, writes, and plans, and anything else otherwise concerning production. Nice. Hell yeah. Shout out to all those people. Values the production. Hells yes. Sergeant Zim, great name, says, I only listen to podcasts live, so talk show style with prepped content and discussions. Maybe a playthrough if I if I won't buy the game. Fair enough. I I, I tend to prefer talk shows over streaming uh, games, but not sure. all the time. Depends. Yeah. Uh, Raging Duck 729 says, someone with expertise with their game and loves the game they play. There you go. Hell yeah. Milwaukee, humor, self-deprecating, don't take themselves too seriously and engage with chat. People like Tim the Tatman, Slootbag, Kirby Llama are my top three at the moment. All good choices. And Milwaukee's streaming now, too. Yeah, he is. I like that name, too. Yeah, Milwaukee. Too. <laughs> um, our friend Platt underscore Monkey, who is also known as Understand, says, Nice jugs! Uh, he would. <laughs> and then Juden. She responded, too. She said, hey, from Hey Juden, she says, Watermelon photo. It's just a giant picture of a watermelon. <laughs> just a water. It's like, what? <laughs> uh, melons you, again. Melons. <laughs> big, big melon. Uh, melons. At Swingcat says, I like when they add useful tips or help to explain things about what they're doing in game. Video is a must. Interaction with chat too. Nice. Very nice. Dazzledorn says, the best streamers share many of the same interests as you, but the reason you come back is their personality and chemistry with each other. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Nice. Black Atreo0576 says, corn, hot dogs, and other vegetables. Oh, streamers. 
boobs. At <laughs> <laughs> Plaggy Boy says, I like streamers who interact with the chat in a familiar way, namely Preach Gaming with uh, hashtag drama time, which is a great series. Uh, yeah. Big G says, one that other streamers I know host and are willing to answer my questions no matter how random. Oh, boy. That's a that's a tall order. That is, Big but G, some will do it. You. Some will do it. <laughs> At PK Geek Dad says, uh, streamers that take the time to interact with their audience, a non-toxic follower base is a big plus too, like the game case and Bartholomew underscore, underscore CTR. Yes, yes. I like both of those. Yeah, hell yeah. And we got an email from Robert who says, what makes a good streamer to me is personality. I don't care about on cam or off as long as they have fun. Don't take what you're doing that serious. It's a game. As for favorite streamers, I love Preach Gaming. They are Brits, so they stream when I get home from work and at time go off on random topics. Uh, a couple others is uh, Boogie2988 and Trade Chat. Nice. I do like Boogie. He's he's great. Yeah. And that was from the Mop Jockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, guys. Yes. So it seems like uh, like interaction, uh, but not too much interaction. Mm-hmm. It seems like the overall general feeling is that... They have to have a nice personality and love the game that they're playing. Makes sense. And that makes total sense because, I mean, and that's our kind of our philosophy with podcasting too, isn't it? It's like, absolutely. you want to like who's talking and you want the person to talk about the game that you love in a positive way or else it's like, why am I wasting my time? Well, I mean, you don't have to like us to be here. Like, that's, it's cool. No, you you don't don't have to like us. No, no, like, because we're not asking for that. Like, that's a. That's a big ask. If you want like, to like us, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. But don't feel like you have to. No, like, you no, can no, just no. keep just keep downloading yeah, and yeah. keep listening <laughs> and keep telling all Stop. your okay. friends. So thank you guys for all your responses. It was really helpful. Uh, our, our next question of the week. So this is one coming up. And this one's a little bit specific, but I'm, I'm interested to know what you guys think. What are your predictions for the next WoW expansion? Ooh. Just just hit me. Like, what is it? Spicy. Any Like, like the overall expansion, what you think it's going to be called, what it's going to feature, or, like, what you think might happen. Like, little bits, like, maybe a new pet that you're expecting or something that you hope will happen. Just, just what do you think? Tell me. Let me know. Nice. Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. So we've got one email this week from Vale. And Thorne, why don't you take it away? Sure. Hi, you two. Hi, Vale. Hey, what's going on? First, I want to say that I've really been enjoying your podcast. It certainly helps make my long commutes more tolerable. Oh, thank you. Glad to hear it. Something that I greatly appreciate about your show is how you largely stick to your show topics. There's a very common trend right now where everyone feels the need to talk politics, and so far you've been able to avoid going that route. I easily drive 150 to 300 miles a day from Whoa. my work, and I listen to a lot of different podcasts spanning a variety of different subjects, and you are one of the few that doesn't get political. I generally really enjoy politics, especially if listening to a political podcast, but if I'm listening to a League of Legends or a HOTS podcast, I expect to hear about MOBAs, not someone's opinion on what's new and awful in America. <laughs> Thanks for sticking to your wheelhouse and being a breath of fresh air. <laughs> that was my addition. He didn't put that in. You didn't need to do that. Va- Vail didn't put that in. Uh, P.S. If you're ever around Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, there's a killer vegan bakery there. Ooh. I found it in my travels. Turns out there are not too many vegan restaurants in PA. Oh, vegan bakery. Vale, thanks so much. What mm. a nice note. Jeez. Yes. Yeah, we, we really appreciate feedback like that. And yeah, I guess we don't talk about politics. Like, I, I'm wow. foreign, so... Foreign, but not boring. Exactly. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm aware of, like, American politics and stuff, but I... 
it's it just it's like it's it's foreign to me you know because ah, <laughs> you ah. send the thing and it means yeah. two things yeah so all i'm gonna say about it is that's a conscious choice so i'm glad you've noticed that yes like we there are things that we have separate interests on that are, are not related to this stuff and if we ever do go off on one of those tangents on this podcast we cut it yep because that's it's not what belongs it, here. Yeah, it That's, doesn't really... But this listen, is about fun. We go off on and the tangents. Bullshit. Oh, the, yeah. The tangents are real. Oh, yeah. But it's all bullshit. And it's usually about dicks. Yeah. Or Which food. Which technically could also be about politics. Uh, uh, politics. You, you, politics. <laughs> politics. Like that dude with two dicks. Two dicks. It's not even fair. Two dicks. See, this is what's important to us. This yes. is the timely topic. That dude wrote a book about having two penises. He's got my vote. Yes, and mine. <laughs> vote two dicks. Yes, vote twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Vale. Um, and thank you to three new patrons this week. Three more this week. Yes, thank you, Michael, Kim, and Frasley. Thank you guys oh so God. much. Honestly, just oh the support God. every single week is mind-blowing. I, I can't even believe you if guys If I had coming. two dicks... <laughs> Uh, You'd have to have three because there's I'd three. I'd have to have three. You'd need one for Michael, one for Kim, and one for yes. Frasley. And for all the rest of the patrons as well because it's only fair. Oh, yeah. So that's a lot of dicks. Yeah, that's a lot of dicks. And I would, you know, let you. We would have a dick for each of you. Don't yeah, you worry. I don't know. Okay. We have yeah. to make that a Patreon level. Your own dick. Yes. But if you are a <laughs> patron or interested in becoming one, check the uh, the updates on the on our patron website because it'll give you information on how to get into the super secret patron Discord channel. Oh, yeah. And we have, as BlizzCon gets closer, we have a lot of stuff uh, in the works for you guys as well. Um, so thank you guys. So much. And if you can't be a patron, that's cool, too. We would love some iTunes reviews. Um, and if not, uh, Stitcher reviews. And if not, um, just keep listening and sending love. And yeah. we, we just really appreciate all of the all of the nice things that you guys do for us all the time. Totally. And, and, uh, and even if you're not going to listen, just, like, download at least, you know? Like yeah, whatever. Give us the numbers. I mean, they're like, not going to hear that, but... That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you know, like, if you're thinking about leaving... Just like keep the subscription going and like press play. You sound so gross right now. Totally. (laughs) Don't do that. Smash that like button, guys. Don't do that because it'll just clog up your phone. Like you don't want that. (laughs) Don't don't do that. Definitely don't clog up your phone with us. Don't clog it. We get icky because we clog. We hey, that's like that. Oh, here's like (laughs) we be clogging. No, we be clogging. Listen, listen. This is topical. There's like there's like a fatberg in London. Huh? There's like okay in the sewers of London. There's this like giant. Like 500 ton fatberg made out of um, oil, condoms, oh, uh, poo, uh, wet wipes. Wait, this and, is for real? Yeah, it's for real. Oh, and sick. they're having a really hard time getting rid of it because it's all hard now. Oh, nasty. Yeah. So on that note, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I'm going to give you a, a high, genuine ass by Felicia because that was horrible. You're horrible. I'm out. Hey, ballers. Send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. 
Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus, search Lagging Balls. Basically, just search Lagging Balls and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. <laughs> Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. Would you lick the fatberg if I gave you money? I'm out! I'm out! I wouldn't. Bye, Felicia! <laughs>